Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer and episode 121 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to start this show with a quote from Bridget Kemmerer from her book, A Curse So Dark and Lonely. When the world seems darkest, there exists the greatest opportunity for light. I started this podcast for two reasons, because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking And because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey! Well, 2020 is turning out to be a defining year for humanity. My thoughts and support go out to those who are trying to protest peacefully against the terrible injustice that happened to George Floyd and his family. Democracy is precious and needs to be protected from anyone who puts personal power before the people. Today, I want to talk to you about a great medium for sharing your message, whether that's one about injustice or change, or product or service, whatever it is. But before I do that, I just want to point you in the direction of the Facebook group for the show. So it's called the Speaking Club Facebook Hub, and in there, you're going to be able to get podcast bonuses, plus support from me with your speaking, storytelling, humor, content marketing too, and also a community of like-minded speakers and entrepreneurs. So I'll pop the link in the show notes, and it would be lovely to meet you over there to uh, continue the conversation. So let's get started. In 2002, I went on first time actually to the BBC radio station and it was kind of a regional one. It wasn't, it was local-ish, but it was regional and I was chuffed to bits because I thought that's a brilliant way to get my message out about comedy. It was, I was doing comedy at the time and they had me on a, on a politics show to, to make some jokes and whatnot. And I was so excited. And actually, do you know, I think Probably when you think about it, that show only went out to a very small number of people. But at the time, that was amazing. But what I want to tell you about today is a platform that over 51% of the US population are listening to, 37% in Canada, and one in eight people in the UK. And that is podcasts. The stats show that the numbers of podcast listeners are growing exponentially across the globe. And I can vouch for this as the Speaking Club is now in 159 countries. Woohoo! So as well as the audience growing, so are the number of podcasts. There's like 192,000 new ones launched just last year. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means if you're not already leveraging this platform for growing your audience and your business and your brand, then you should be. And that's why I decided to put this episode together. I want to help you become an awesome podcast guest so that you can get your message out there further and faster. Now, you know that I love a framework and an acronym. So I've put one together for you to follow that takes you through all of the key steps you've got to take for successful podcast guesting. It's awesome. 
that's not me blowing my own trumpet. That is the name of the framework. (laughs) Okay, so the A in awesome stands for ask. You've got to reach out to podcast hosts and approach them to be on their show. And part of this is actually making it quite personal. So it's important that you are selective because you can't do hundreds and thousands. You know, I said there's 192,000 of them. Not all of them are going to be right for you. And in fact, podcasts are quite niche down. So it's important that you think about what is the audience that you're trying to reach? You know, who, who are they? And what are they most likely going to be listening to? And then the other factor around this is that you need to be thinking of finding podcasts where you can complement what the host does rather than compete with the host. Okay. Now this might be counterintuitive as I, it always feels like this when I tell you to niche and to be selective, you know, whether that's about your message or about your marketing, whatever your product service it is counterintuitive because our, our feeling is that we want to appeal to as many people as possible. You know, we want to apply maybe to as many podcasts as possible, uh, but that's not the way to go. And you know, the thing is, if you, there's an article about, called A Thousand True Fans, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And that's, the world has changed with the internet. It means that we can connect much faster with people who like the same things that we do. You know, before the internet, there may be little pockets of people liking the same things that couldn't connect. Now we can. And if you can find a thousand true fans that will buy your stuff, then you can have a great life and make a great living. Okay. So think about niching down. So do some research Go on to Apple Podcasts, go on to Stitcher, go on to some of the other podcast apps, go on to Spotify and have a look at the sorts of shows that are out there and see and find the ones that will be appealing to the audience that you want to speak to. You know, it may be, you know, f- for me, when I'm doing research on what shows to go on, the, the obvious choice would be go on other speaking shows, but that doesn't make any sense because I'll be in competition with the host and they won't want me on their show unless I can give something really niche that they are perhaps not covering. So maybe I could go on to speak about humor or storytelling if they were a straight speaking coach. But I much prefer to go um, slightly to the side, perhaps entrepreneurs, perhaps it's multi-level marketing or um, it's they've got, they're teaching other sorts of things. Maybe it's a HR podcast, you know, so don't go for the obvious ones. Think about it, be selective, niche down. Now, this leads me on to W, which stands for WIFT. Now, you may be familiar with the term WIFM, which is what's in it for me. This is a slight variation. This is what's in it for them, WIFT. So I said that it needs to be quite personal, which is why we need to be selective. You know, I, I still think you should do uh, approach quite a few. You know, if you could approach 100 podcast hosts, that would be amazing. Um, but when you do approach them, you need to put some thought into it. You need to, first of all, actually have a listen to their podcasts and their message. Do a little bit of research, A, to find out if they're right fit for you and your message and your audience. But also, um, you also need to show some interest in what they're doing. So when you actually pitch them, then, you know, they feel like you've made the effort. 
I get a lot of pitches for people to come onto this podcast and some of them make that mistake, which I already mentioned, of being in direct competition with me. And I'm kind of like, I have to think that one through. Um, it's always a bit of a, an angsty moment um, because I want to give you guys the best value. But if they're just saying the same things that I'm saying, you're not going to get anything extra. So I try and bring people who are able to give you something a little bit different that I can't give you or to give you food for thought. So research what the podcast is, maybe have a listen to an episode or two, do some digging around them on social media so that you can find some common ground and points of connection. Because when you make that pitch to them, you want to be showing them, as I said, that you've made that effort. Um, The other thing that you've got to do in that email or however you do it could be a direct message on social media, could be an email, you could do it via a video. Um, However you do it, you do have to use that WIFT and show them what value you can offer to their audience and also what value you can offer to them. So start off by sharing that common ground, sharing what you like about what they do, and then go into what the you can offer their audience that they can't not you don't necessarily say that they can't but you just explain the value you can bring and also what difference you being on their show could make to them and then give them the next steps so you know how they can contact you uh, or if you're going to follow up with them when you're going to do it and do make sure that you follow up with them okay so all the fortune is in the follow-up so don't just send one email or one direct message, do follow up. Don't pester, but do give yourself maybe two or three follow-ups to, uh, because people do have a lot of emails. They do have a lot of messages and, you know, it might've just got lost or they might've thought, oh, we'll come back to that. And if you don't follow up, they'll forget about it. Okay. The next thing that I want you to think about is let's say you get on the show, you really need to have some stuff nailed ahead of time. One of them is your elevator pitch because that show host is likely going to ask you what do you do how do you help people and so on and you've got to have something punchy and you know relatable and memorable to share with them so think about what transformation you offer people this is all about the destination not the vehicle It's something I I struggle, even though I teach marketing, I struggle with it. We all do about our own stuff. You know, I I go back to what Lisa Sasevich says, which is, you know, when you go to a travel agent, not that many of us are going to travel agents at the moment, but when you go to a travel agent, what are you buying? You're buying the holiday, the experience. What you're not buying is the plane. But when so so many of us put our pictures together, we talk about the plane, not the destination. So what you do is the vehicle to get people that transformation. So you need to be talking about the before and the after and really sort of possibly future pacing to tell people what life is like. But you need to have a clear, punchy elevator pitch for when the host asks you that question. Who you help, how you help them, what transformation they're going to get. Okay. And actually I'll put a link in the show notes. I think episode three of uh, the speaking club uh, podcast has a great episode on elevator pitching. And you can also go and pick up my book and lots of bonuses on elevator pitching, including a, a email template to apply for podcasts 
as a guest. And you can do that from standoutpitch.com. It's all free, just place shipping and handling. So that's another good resource for you to use. Lots of examples for you to check out there. And okay, so the next thing, we've got our elevator pitch. The next thing, so that's A A and W and E. The next S is suggested questions. Now, all of us are pretty busy. I know I'm busy. So if a guest offered me some ideas for questions, I would be very happy. You know, I do a lot of research and I come up with my questions and I share them with the guests. But if a guest gave me some prompts, I'd be happy to use those or think about using those or some, you know, I've done this before when I've been a guest and the host has used all the questions. And that is brilliant. Not only are you adding value to the podcaster and saving them time, giving them food for thought, but you're also setting yourself up for success. In one of my own students, uh, I asked me about this and, and she was able to get her questions uh, to the podcast host and they loved it. And she was able to really showcase what she did in the way that she wanted. So have some suggested questions. Now, don't make it all about like one thing I'm going to tell you is don't make it all about your product, your service, selling, selling, selling. Think about how you can showcase what you do whilst not selling overtly and um, making it all about you, make it about the audience and giving them value. So it's, it's, you've got to think about it, but how can you show what you do without making it all about you, without selling and giving as much value to the host audience as you can? Okay, so that's the S. And now we come to the O, a really important way of leveraging, maximizing the opportunity of being on someone else's podcast. Because the aim, the reason we're on there is to widen our audience, to get in front of another audience you know, they've done all the hard work and you're going to have the opportunity to be in front of the audience that they've built up. That's why you need to treat their audience, you know, they're precious. My audience, you are precious to me. I'm so careful about what I bring in, you know, who I bring onto the show and what I say, I want to look after you. I've spent time putting this content together to build up an audience and I want to make sure I look after you. And that's how the other podcast hosts will feel when you're going onto their show. But one of the ways you can, you know, do a win-win is to create an offer for their audience. You've spent the time to get on the podcast. It's a great way to just take it that one step further and get people perhaps to subscribe to your list or join your group or whatever. So think about that double win. What is something that's going to grow your audience and strengthen your relationship with the host? Remember, it's got to be complementary, not competitive. So what you do is you have an offer prepared and you have a link with their show name on and you offer to share the emails with that podcast host because they may you may get some people subscribing to your list that they may not have. So um, and also make sure that you make people aware when they sign up that you are sharing that between you and the host. It's important to be upfront about that. Think about that double win and offer to their audience that's going to grow yours and theirs and strengthen that relationship with them. Okay, now we come to the M in awesome. And that is about maximizing the opportunity. So you've spent time finding the podcast, applying to the podcast, preparing the questions, preparing the offer, or, you know, or making your lead magnet uh, personalized for that show. Um, you want to maximize the opportunity. So that is about 
sharing it with your own audience, making sure that you promote that podcast on your social media channels, on your website, in your postscript, so that your podcast uh, host gets the maximum exposure for their podcast. And you also maybe pick up some people that are in, in your world that haven't seen you in this light before. And, you know, it can create good things for you too. So maximize that opportunity. And the E in awesome stands for enjoy. I know people get really nervous about doing stuff like this, but you know, it's, it's a great experience most of the time. And especially if you've done the prep and, and sort of worked with the podcast host to find a way of getting the most out of it for you, for them, for their audience, I'm sure it will be a great experience. You know, I always say to people that come on this show, it's just like a chat over coffee and we have a lot of fun and there's nothing to be scared of. It's just a great way to get your message out there and please, you know, do enjoy it. Have some fun with it. Don't panic. Don't think you need to be overly scripted. You don't just do that prep. Like I say all the time with your speaking, with whatever your Facebook lives, your videos, um, your own podcast, do the prep and then just trust that the right words will come and have fun. Okay. That's, that's the overarching aim. Have fun and that your personality will come across too. And your passion and your energy. If your intent is to have fun and enjoy yourself. Okay, that's it. So let's recap the framework and the takeaways. The framework is called the awesome framework. A is for ask. Make sure you do go and approach some podcasters and share your message. Think about that audience. Think about being selective and think about being complimentary, not competitive. Right. W stands for the WIFT. Uh, Make sure your podcast guest pitch focuses on them and their audience and what's in it for them. E stands for elevator pitch. Make sure you get this nailed. We want it punchy. We want it brief. We want it to showcase you and the transformation that you can offer people. And as I said, you can pick up uh, the book and bonuses at standoutpitch.com or also just listen to episode three um, of the Speaking Club podcast to get some more tips on putting your elevator pitch together. Okay, S in the awesome stands for suggesting questions. Help yourself and make life easier for the host by suggesting some questions for them to ask you. O stands for offer for their audience. It's the double win. They get something to give extra to their audience, and they also, like you, get the email addresses of anyone that subscribes, um, and you bring them into your world, and that's brilliant. That's the whole reason you're getting on there to widen your audience and bring them into your world. M, maximize your interview by sharing it as much as you can amongst your own audience, your own social media network. And E, as I said, me is all about enjoying yourself. Well, I hope you liked that. I hope you found it useful. Thank you again for joining me and choosing the speaking club. And if you did enjoy it, as usual, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It means a lot to me. I love to get the feedback. And it also helps other people find the show, which is brilliant. Also, if you're not subscribed, make sure you do. So you get the good stuff every week. Okay, take care. I know it's difficult out there at the moment, but try and keep positive. Keep learning about what's going on and why things are flaring up. We've all got lessons to learn and room to grow um, about the way we see the world. And um, be safe. And don't forget, though, to grab your life by the nuts.
and get cracking. Bye bye. If you want to discover how to create a killer pitch that makes you or your business stand out from the crowd, then you'll want to grab your copy of my book, Straight to the Top. It will help you clarify your USP, your business story, who your target market is, and what will make them buy. You'll discover how to get the edge on the competition and position your offer for success. You'll also get proven elevator and investor pitch frameworks to use for maximum impact. To get the book for free, plus lots of extra bonuses, you just pay shipping and handling. Go to standoutpitch.com today.